Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Airheads? Guess what? Yeah, you, you, I know this is a little different. You're gonna be back to your regularly scheduled program here pretty shortly. This is about to be the third episode of Putting On Airs, but we thought it might be prudent to uh, break down a few things for you, let you know how grateful we are for you being here uh, thus far, but also just sort of uh, make you hip to some information, I guess, as it were. Yes, Cho. Yeah, and first off, sincerely, the response to the show so so far has been overwhelming and awesome, and the comments have been great, and it's it's uh, just as we suspected. People were going to dig what we did here because it's super fun, and we're having a blast doing it. If you haven't already uh, subscribed uh, or rated and reviewed us on your favorite podcast app, that would be super cool because it really helps us out move up the rankings. We debuted, by the way, in the iTunes Top 100 OO. Uh, and we'd like to stay there, and we can uh, yeah. with people like you. Right. Yeah, and so if it's not clear already, I'm sure many of you all have already ascertained as much, but, <clears throat> okay, so Corey lives in Georgia. I live in L.A. Our mm-hmm. studio is in my guest house in L.A. We film these in batches. Corey comes out stays for a few days, and we do a bunch of them all together. So it's the best we can do considering we're 2,500 miles apart. So what that means is they are not, um, you know, Current? Current, necessarily. Uh, so what we intend to do about that part, which is why most of the content on there is supposed to be evergreen in nature, like it's not going to feel old or stale. Uh, but what we are going to do is what you're listening to right now. Each week we're going to get together via uh, the internet and sort of like catch up on any current stuff. Also read any comments or reviews and things like that. Very important note, this part of the show after this episode, this will be at the end of every regular episode of Putting On Airs from this week forward. We're putting it at the front end this time just as sort of a public service announcement type deal. But we're going to do that so we can sort of like keep in touch with, you know, the actual present, uh, given that we film these in batches and they come out weeks after after the fact. So that's the idea. We also uh, maybe we might in the future uh interview some some guests potentially and if we yeah. do that it will be done this way probably be done remotely and we'll go at the end of the episode too so that's our plan the primary chunk of the show that you've seen so far will continue to be as much we're just going to add this little addendum to sort of keep things current also i'll try to at least put on some kind of fake fancy code in the future by the way i Corey came prepared 
I'm wearing my uh, Grizzlies t-shirt. I went to find some, but it looks like my wife has put all my my entire fancy wardrobe in the goddamn garage. So Which is pretty that extensive. That wardrobe is getting pretty out of hand as every time I come out there to film these, we go to the Goodwill and uh, use the, the putting on airs company credit card, as it were, and just wear mm-hmm. that thing out. Hey, down here, I've put, if you're watching on YouTube, you can go to putting on airs at gmail.com and that's where you're going to be able to send us fan letters stuff you'd like to hear on the show and uh if you send us funny things we're going to read them uh during this segment at the end and by the way trey i I don't know if i've told you but you you mentioned we were going to start doing some guests i've got some pretty heavy hitters that have already reached out to me they are new airheads and uh they would like to come on the show and i I personally can't wait no hell yeah it's gonna be a good time so um yeah, we need to think of something to call this little segment here, um, mm. but we'll figure that out later, I suppose. Uh, po- uh, the postscript? That sounds fancy. Yeah, the postscript. Okay, this this is the inaugural pre-script edition of the postscript. But yeah. From this, from, and starting next week, from then on, it'll be the postscript. Yeah, right, see, let's just do that. You nailed okay. it. Okay, there uh, you go. All right, so we hope you all enjoy this uh, forthcoming episode of Putting On Airs. Do you? Probably shouldn't even ask this question. Do you remember what this one is? That's I do not, Trey. The third one? Yeah. I, I, I don't remember what it is, but I'm sure that we have put out several promos about what it is. And I, I bet you, can I guess, I probably uh, talk about someone from European history and you lay out the Venn diagram of where fancy people and rednecks come together. Yeah, you probably are right about that. Uh, but whatever, you know, whatever it is we're talking about, we <laughs> we hope you enjoy it. And yeah, please remember to, if you're watching on YouTube, it would still hit for us if you would subscribe on a podcast app yeah. if you ever get on those. Mm-hmm. You know, any of that stuff, you know, subscribing, sharing, liking, all that stuff. Retweeting, like, all that yeah, stuff. We're, we're silly, on a, yeah. silly internet stuff, but very much um you know necessary and helpful so we would appreciate it it costs y'all nothing but you know helps us a lot oh look Uh, at that my alarm's going off uh and yeah and hey we're on uh putting on airs pod on most of the socials retweet us on stuff send us tweets we'll retweet your tweets about our things and uh we'll keep this fancy community uh going but hey uh enjoy this episode of putting on airs here on fancy friday oh fancy friday yeah Mm -hmm. Mm, gonna get it over. Gonna get that over. Yeehaw! What's up, Airheads? Welcome back to Putting On Airs. I'm Trey Crowder. Hello, my name is Corey Ryan Forster, the Lord of the Manor. Corey Ryan Forster. Hello, Hello Here Trey. Us today, back in the. Uh, the manor, as you put it, yes. yes, ready to perform some other japeries. Mm. What's japeries mean? Uh, Comedy? Monkey shines, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny shit. Shit yeah, to the hits, I think. Yeah, you I've know. been real good at japeries back then. You're a japing-ass motherfucker, For dude. For sure. You jape That's, your ass off. By the way, add that to the list. Things that aren't racist but sound racist. Japing, that definitely sounds racist. Yeah, could, yeah, we could elaborate more. I guess we. Yeah, will. I'm not because then the fu- it will then yeah. it will get into we've turned it racist. But yeah, like, it rhymes with a horrific word and right. also starts with the first three letters of a slur. So yes. you combine those together yeah. and it's like, yeah, you got something that sounds rough, but uh, <laughs> as far as I know, isn't. It may be racist in nature. Maybe. So many things are without us knowing. It's My like racism math goes really good. Like, Immediately put those. together. The origin of japing could be them like. 
pranking the savages yeah. in the colonies they had or something right. for all I know. I, well, you know. I mean, not for nothing, but like it's just been, and I think it's fine if I say it in explaining that I, it's, I know it's bad now, but like just very, 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 very recently did I know that like when you say someone gypped you, I know that gypsy. Yeah, I and never like, had and, a clue. For the record, this is the I won't say it. I'm not going to use it in that connotation anymore. But like that never crossed my mind. We got I also, to the fourth episode and we're canceled. <laughs> yeah. Well, Corey also referenced our fake band, Gypsy Speedboat. Uh, That's an homage, early, though. Yeah. Right. I, okay. The word gypsy's fine. I don't think is, it is. I, like, it's not. I it was That's only, why "jip" is a problem. Is because gypsy why? isn't fine. Because but you're I want saying to in a say, negative connotation. I think if you say, "Look at those dirty fucking gypsies," like that's <laughs> yeah, sure. That's yes. Don't isolate that clip. But, but I'm saying like the word "gypsy" is still a way to describe the wrong. I monies, also right? feel like could be wrong, and you know whatever. Fuck me if I'm wrong on this. I sure I am. I'm sure I am. But like, it's just the fact that we don't have like, dude, in Europe. Gypsies are a whole thing right. over that. We don't really, we don't really have gypsies in this country. We, oh, so there's not a. When we think of gypsies, we just think of the hunchback in Notre Dame. Yeah, or like fucking go go bordello and shit right. like that. You know, right. like or uh, uh, Peaky Blinders. You I know, mean, it's like whereas over there they say fag as a cigarette. As a cigarette, right? I, and I really think in this country thing. it's not. No one ever says gypsy in a like Negative. racist or derogatory way because right. we don't even really know about gypsies. Right. You know, but like that's what so Hey guys. Yeah. Turn those candles on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We'll do that. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. producer Russ. We <laughs> will turn you. them on while I'm saying this. Yeah, sure. Uh as an aside, I hope this uh plays as well as it did for me. But one of the funniest things that I've noticed on the internet in recent years, well, it's funny and it's also fucked up as the internet often is. Yeah. Walks is that, that uh on a recent episode we we're talking about like fuck people in Europe for talking about how racist we are. You're the goddamn colonials, right? Yeah, right? Well there's another example of that where like the internet, people from the other parts of white Earth, you know, Europe and stuff, Western, the Western world loves to talk about how racist America is. But, um, and we are, we are, we are, of course we are. But, buddy, you let gypsies get brought up on the internet, right? And the comments will explode with European racism. And what's funny is, like, on Reddit, when that happens, Americans will be in there saying, like, wow, y'all are being really racist right now. And the Europeans are always like, they're always. Y'all ain't got a goddamn deal with them. No, they're they're like, literally, they're like, they're like, no, 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 no. No, listen, you don't understand. Uh It's not like American racism, okay? It's fundamentally different because there's a very Uh key thing that you need to understand that Americans just can't understand, and that is that gypsies don't hit. Like literally, they go this whole thing. They're, they're like they're lazy. And then they just describe steal. the exact same things that, that our racists, racists say, about say about black people black or people. Mexican. Right. Exactly, it's right. exactly the same. They're like they're they're lazy. They're racist. It's part of their culture to be worthless. Like just all this shit. Right. And then the Americans will be in there being like. That's real racist, it's all that like shit that, you're that saying. Spider Man meme where right. they're just like yeah. pointing to Spider Man's like, pointing. They're at each like other. that's. That's exactly what our racists say about black people or whatever. And yeah. they're always like, <laughs> no, again, again, it's, you just it's don't. like Americans. They never uh-huh. understand the yeah. nuances. No, no, no. Yeah. You don't. They don't hit. They stink. <laughs> yeah, they, they, right. They, yes. Yeah, Jesus God, man. And it, but, but again, over here, none of that is a it thing is true, but again, with gypsies. Like, we I, don't have none of that with it, gypsies specifically. And again, we've said gypsies a million times. And apparently, well, for, I guess for the record, is, again, I'm, I'm 
very willing to be wrong. I I just always thought that like the actual word gypsy was still like the word Mexican. Like if right, like if you're talking word, about somebody from Mexico, or you, whatever, say a Mexican, you say Mexican. Now, and so but, it's the connotation which you're saying. If you go, right. oh, that guy is Mexican. That's fine to say. But See, if you go, I swear to God, all these fucking Mexicans, then it's like yes. that's not a good thing. Or you're I, acting all Mexicany. I felt and feel the same way. I'm saying based on I don't. You don't think I'm correct? I think that. I actually think it's closer to the word Indian, right? Uh, While some find the term gypsy to be offensive, many stakeholders and witnesses were proud to associate themselves with this term, and so we have decided that it is right and proper to use it where appropriate throughout the report. I I just said it's kind of like the term Indian in this country. Like, it's a straight-up fact. You can fucking look it up. Some tribes, some native people or whatever, are totally down with the word Indian. Even... Despite the fucking hilariously offensive manner in which that word came about, you know, that Louis bit's like, ah, you're You're Indians. Still, some of them are totally cool with Indian, and other ones are not. Other tribes and other peoples are not. And I think Gypsy is like that. Okay. Like like that thing just So basically, like, people just go, people that want to say it go, oh, they're all right with it. You know, it's fun. Yeah, but some of those actual people are like, yeah, we're fine with it. Right. And some of them are like, we're not fine with it. Okay. So it makes it complicated. there's no reason for me ever to say it again unless I'm doing a recap of Peaky Blinders and I'm quoting something that they said. But, like, again. Well, also, I just really think there's no hate in our heart. Of course. (laughs) But really, this all started from I genuinely did not know. Like, when I was saying you gypped me. The word gypsy never entered into my it, mind. Didn't even know that it had anything to do with gypsies. Like I wouldn't right. have even spelled it that way. I would have been like JIP if you'd have asked me. Right. And also, if I may say, the reason that, from my point of view, a lot of people where I'm from started saying you gypped me on that is because they were replacing it with a thing that they used to say, which everybody was like, "Whoa, man, come on!" Which was, do you know? You jewed me you down. You jewed me down. Jewed me down. Yes. Right. And it's used the exact same way. It's used the exact same way. It's used the exact same way, except for in their brain, they're like, we don't have them. Also, I don't think they knew what Jim meant. They're I just know like, they okay, did. this is it's like replacing damn with dang in their mind. They were like, this will mean the same thing, but it's not a bad word. Which, like, you know, hell, that's a form of progress. It, you know what's if funny? They're trying. You know what's funny is, yes, they it's replace like, it with another racist. It's racist rednecks. It's like Splendor. Who actually are like trying to make a somewhat and progressive effort yeah. to not be that way anymore. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't say Jude me down anymore. Okay. Right. And then that the thing they land on yep. is also so, a race, racist uh-huh. phrase. It's just racist it's, from 10,000 miles away. So it's, it's like... So, that it, is so raven, it is as very they raven. say, yeah, of, it is of very our raven. people. Yes. yes, for sure. <laughs> I've never even thought about that, but that's... So, like, it's that's the... That's the definition of like, man, look, they just can't help it. Like, they're really right. trying, but like, they can't. Even when they try to do better, they can't. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you about. So, you know, we're comedians here in this country. And one thing I've noticed, we talk, yeah, right. Uh, hey, you're the one who said ostensibly this time. I know. That was my joke. I'm a comedian. I, normally, that's my thing. Yep. Yeah, but I don't think they know that yet. I say ostensibly and tangentially a lot because I'm pretentious. Wait. And actually, on that note, so. I'm pretentious in a lot of ways, and it's part of my whole thing, I would argue, as a comedian. It's like, but it's got the redneck aspect to it. So it's like, he said a smart thing in a dumb way. Right. Love it. Yeah. You know, like, so it's like, that's what makes it interesting, I guess. Right. But over there, over there being the UK, England. Yeah, you're pretentious as a gimmick. 
right. So, well, it's no, it's very who real. I really and am. It's funny but too thank you. Like, it is also a gimmick. Me and you have talked many, many, many times that like me and you act the complete opposite of how we should act. Based on our upbringing. Based on our upbringing. Yes. Like based on our right. upbringing, I should act like you, and you should be a fucking yes. dipshit moron like because I am. Because you're, you're, you grew up in relative comfort and privilege Absolutely. in Chickamauga, Georgia. Your parents were well off and stuff, and my mama's a pill belly, fucking yeah. single, torn, you know, dysfunctional family, broken home, poverty, all that stuff's what I have. But I'm like the one who's always trying yeah. to talk about fucking foreign films and be all... corrected in right. some yeah. way. Yeah, Uh but so I'm saying, I I I say big words and shit like that as part of my whole deal as a comedian, and I think I hope it hits for people. But one thing I've noticed is over there in England and the UK, it's like there's like a whole genre of comedians who are that like unironic. Right. It's not ironic for me, but it seems ironic because right. it's redneck doing it, and so it plays. Well, over but there, over there, they have like. Stephen Fry and David Mitchell and Jimmy, Jimmy Carr. Carr and all the I mean he'll mention yeah. all these dude uh, fucking Eddie Izzard was mention massive might be and they're a all little like different of a situation because he's also got that I'm kind of a weirdo Jagger, weirdo, weirdo kind yeah, of rock star uh, yeah like I. <laughs> This is a great example of how I, too, use big words, but I always use them in the wrong way. What I meant to say was androgynous, but I almost said he's ambidextrous. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing I do. Like, I know all the big words that you know. I just never know where to put them. Well, it kind of plays because ambidextrous is like, yeah, goes, he can do goes, both. He, can he do goes both, both ways. Yeah, exactly. yeah which yeah, is yeah. androgynous. Yeah, sort of yeah. in the same ballpark. But I'm saying over there, people are totally fine with and even really appreciate comedians being like, Intelligent and well-spoken right. and erudite and stuff. And I feel like in this country, people don't want that from comedians. Comedians, no. are, they have to be self-deprecating. And they've got to be relatable and every man. And they're like, I'm a dummy. Is that relatable over I'm, there, and though? Listen, comics over here, yeah, maybe, right? You might be onto something. But comics over here, we have plenty of brilliant comedians. Of course we do. Dave Chappelle's a genius. Chris Rock's a genius. Fucking Bill Burr's a genius. But every one of those guys... It doesn't come off that way. That's not their part whole of, thing. That's not to part go of how smart thing. I am. Exactly. Yeah. It's like they. Oh, they don't seem brilliant, but they are. Like you have to break like the down thing all their shit here. to go. Like he doesn't. Like you right. looking at them, they don't seem. But if you really understand their material. But over there, Stephen Fry writes like scholarly fucking book series yeah, on Greek does, mythology does lectures and at shit Oxford like and stuff. Right. Yeah. And we don't do that in this country. Well, with I'm, comedians, I'm actually right? I'm actually lecturing at America University in October. But you know, speak for yourself. I've lectured at multiple colleges okay. over the years. Well, I have. You're okay. the one who made it a thing. Well, it didn't I have was to just be a thing. You point, made it a thing. I know. I was just pointing out that, like, I'm also, you know, what some may consider. Yeah, but your first time at a college, so yeah, that'll be fun. It really will be. <laughs> I didn't go, but they're going to let me talk at it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, actually, I opened up the main stage at the Forbes 30, 30 Under 30 thing a, a few years ago. And while you were doing that, I got drunk. at this. I went with you, and I got drunk and, and waited in a cranberry bog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> both just in our element. Yeah, with like ne right next to Chrissy Teigen, like it was a whole thing. We had a blast. But I'm saying, do you agree with what I'm saying? Yes. Our, I what think, do you think is up with that? I don't know. Like, are there any examples of American comedians you could think of? That Mark Maron. Okay. Yeah. But okay. but again, yeah. like but again though, he's not prim and proper. Like he's still a schlubby kind. That's not an insult for the record. But I mean, Mark Maron. Not now, I don't know. I don't think he smokes cigarettes anymore. But he was still like that dark intellectual yeah. like drug addict exactly fucking, all that but like yeah. that is kind of rock and roll and that is his whole thing is like right. i'm doing sort of heady comedy 
But like, it's not the norm. Bill Hicks was that. But then Bill Hicks, you know, like George Carlin was that. But these are all people who aren't, beside from Mark Maron, aren't working today. Like it's, I think that like, yeah, over here, it's comedy in general is like, I need someone, I don't want to ever be talked down to. I want people to right. talk with me and explain things. And when you're super, super intellectual, it's almost impossible not to speak down to people because you're so much smarter than them. And But like, we want comedians to be, we want to relate to them, but then go, oh my God, I never thought about it like that. And I think that's, that really what happens in America is like, in the past several years, we found out like what most people are, which is just slop, dumb, rock, stupid. stupid. So we're like, well, if we got to relate to these people, Fucking like slack jawed, hang just dog, yokel shit. <laughs> yes. yes. Right. So, like, that's what most comedians are going to try to do. And you've got this breed of comedians who like come off stupid. But if you really go through the, like, because here's, okay, well, see, we Larry have... the Cable Guy, for example. Yeah. Not dumb at no. all. And and also nobody who hits that hard is dumb. Can be dumb. and and also like just from a joke writing perspective, like you might not like what he does. You might think that like his his use of some people say hillbilly blackface or whatever is offensive to you and your culture. All that can be well and true, but like just speaking as a comedian, dude murders, and the dude writes some of the best, at least used to one liner punch shit I've ever heard. So the guy's not stupid, but he's like, I mean, I'm gonna just use my talents and relate to all these people so no i don't i don't like I, george carlin was there, like the last one i can think of there's also a whole again i don't want to make it sound like every comedian over here is trying to do i'm dumb but i know stuff type of thing right. there's plenty of like there's also there's like the nerd like chris hardwick is smart kamel nanjiani is I smart think and a little bit smart. of that now and but like but it still isn't the same thing because it's not like it's not it's not like their whole, it's like based in intellectualism right. over there. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you said, like Stephen Fry is like, I'm an Oxford professor right. who's telling you jokes they're, they, now. They and now are like nerd comics or whatever. Yeah, right. Satirist, humor. Like, you know, that's what fuck Mark John, John Stewart, super smart. Yes. Obviously. Stephen Colbert. There's plenty of guys, but I just feel like it's not, it isn't ratcheted up to the same degree that they have over there where it's like, Part of the whole mist again, John Stewart's like, I'm speaking to everybody. You know what right. I mean? It's like I'm saying what we're all thinking, type of thing. Right. Whereas over there, it's like, no, I know all kinds of shit that y'all don't know. You right. know what I mean? And I'm funny about it. Yeah. And over here when And they're into that. No, they are. And over here, when you're someone who wants to do that, what I to me, I think what ends up happening is you end up being someone who does one man shows or yeah. you know what I mean? Go, you do a Broadway one man show, even though it's just one person on stage being funny, you're like, that's not stand up. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like the 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 blur between what is stand up and what is a one man show. Like Burbigley is a guy who like really toes that line. And I don't mean that from an intellectual perspective, but it's like, all right, uh, he goes up and he does an hour and there's one theme and it's basically like a one person describing a three act play, but it's just him. And you're like, all right, well, that's a one man show. And you're like, yeah, but there was a bunch of jokes in it. And he was on stage with a microphone. What's the difference? Like, what would we have to remove from that in order for that to just be stand up comedy? And to reverse that, what would I have to add to mine to make you go? That's a one man show. Well, not another stand-up. thing I'm saying, it's not over here. It's not like, oh, I'm an intellectual 
just put broadly out in front of everybody like that. But the other thing is like none of those guys we've named who are definitely very smart. It's not part of their thing. No, it's like I'm posh. No, I know I'm what just they call to get posh there. Yeah. over there. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. It's like over there. It's like you can openly be fancy. Yeah. You can openly be fancy and make jokes and shit and they're into it. And I feel like even our smart comics over here, you can't and you shouldn't do that. Well, do you like think- you can't openly just be like, you know, I'm smarter than all y'all. And, well, also I'm fancier. I'm right. more privileged and fucking better. If you did it over here, that would have you. That would have to be the joke. The whole thing. Like, it would have to be a. But satire. nobody really does. No, that, right? no, no, they don't. Like right. it, I mean, we, we're doing it right now, but like in a satirical way. Like that's how it would have to be done. You couldn't. Yeah. Do- again, I mean, unironic. No, I know. No, they don't. Like I, not that I can think of, and like I genuinely think like. I don't, I'm not sitting here saying I know more about comedy than anybody, but like I know a lot of, like I would, I feel like I would know that person. I think maybe what it is is like maybe we haven't researched this enough is like there's just dudes from America that were doing that and they went over there. Cause like maybe over there that is super relatable. Like maybe there's a bunch of people over there that feel like, yeah, well, I'm English. I'm super, super fucking Prim and proper. Yeah. yeah and nobody, uh, hell, everybody over here that thinks that kind of acts English. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, am I wrong? No, I get. Yeah, it's like everybody, all our rich people are just trying to ape what their rich people are doing. Another thing that sounds racist, but I ain't aping. Yeah, yes. Well, yeah, and then jape, right? You know, yeah. sounds in the same. Uh, this is gonna come up a lot more than I actually thought. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's more racist for you to point, point it out. out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what that made me think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is time to dig yourself out of that winter hibernation. Spring is here, and it's time to get sprung. Boing, with Blue Chew. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you plan ahead and you can be ready with your wiener whenever an opportunity arises, as in your wiener. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with a licensed medical provider. Once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, which is the best part about it. It's all done down there on the internet there. You ain't got to go to the doctor's office, ain't got to have any awkward conversations. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And all of Bluetooth's tablets are made right here in the U.S. of A, prepared and shipped directly to your door in a very discreet package. I can tell you what, man, when it's Blue Chew Day and that mailman comes, that is my wife's favorite day of the week because she knows she's going to get that souped up wiener, that new dick, as it were. And so if you could benefit from a new dick or extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we got a special deal. deal we have a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code POA at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code POA to receive your first month for free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and safety information. That's very important. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast and getting us all a brand new dick. Get you a new dick. How? All right. So, listen, here's what I wanted to talk about on this episode. I like to, you know, I like to try to find where that Venn diagram overlaps between fancy people and our people, redneck trash. And what I got this week is boats. Mm. Everybody loves to get drunk on a boat. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love to get drunk on a boat? Us rich people, gay dudes, love to get drunk on boats, right? Mm-hmm. Again, everybody does. Uh, but... As always, it's it's the same general activity, but it's so extremely different. Yeah. Like, we get drunk on boats to 
fucking either, you know, it's really just throw your a, buddy off a tube. I was about to say, or do a power bomb off the fucking top of a double decker pontoon, or to catch the biggest fish you can find. You getting know, drunk like, is doing a lot of the heavy lifting, though. You know what I'm saying? Like with us, it's like this is another place in where we can get wrecked and get see, drunk. Russ has got pulled up here. Like this is what this. That's is, what's up. This is what we do. Yeah, turn a picnic table into a boat. We love to turn stuff into, into boats. boats. Yeah, yeah. Anything that it's like this hits, but this will hit harder if it was floating. Yeah, because we like, also always we think that. we might have to escape for some reason. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's very much a part of redneck culture. Is like having a bunker. You know, getting your pilot's license if you can afford it or something, just in case some bullshit happens. And like, you know, having a picnic pontoon boat would be really good if shit went down. Yeah, but dude, like every so I grew up in a lake town and uh still to this day, every summer when the world has not ended, so like yeah. pre pandemic, every summer, me and all my buddies from back home that I grew up with, us and our families and our kids and shit rent a houseboat and go out on Dell Hollow Lake and it hits real hard. But there ain't nothing fancy about it. You know what I no. mean? Like, again, we're fucking cranking the skinner up, taking our shirts off, getting drunk in front of our kids, yeah. and fucking yelling at our wives and all that shit. Yeah. And it's just like... Great time. Awesome time. <laughs> yeah. One of the best times. Right. But not fancy. No. You know what I mean? But it's still like a boat. And it's also like a houseboat is the closest we come to like what rich people do. Yeah. But, which is funny because it's a floating trailer. Yes. <laughs> of course it mean? is. Of it's course like it. that's the closest we can come to what they do with boats. Yeah. But it's literally a trailer that floats. Yeah. That's what we do. And again. And it smashes. Uh, it rolls. Of course it does. But like the reason that anyone around here wants a houseboat is so that they don't have to drive after they've gotten drunk on their boat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not to show, like, I don't know, I can't explain it. It's not like to show off, like, oh, look at all these. It's like, all right, you go in there and there's a bed and there's extra liquor. Right. Sweet. You can get drunk, float, fish, fuck. and then fuck, and then pass out all in the same place. Yeah. But yeah, we love to turn other stuff into boats. We'll just, we'll boatify anything. But I think we've got some other funny redneck boats here. Yeah, That's look what's at up. that. Look, my man's got his lazy boy on the boat. Kind of luxury. Also. A grill. Oh, that's a grill. I, think. I thought that was like a computer, and I was like, "I don't make no sense." It's like, hey, yeah, it must be. Yeah, well, that's want, he wanted to be able to pull up his you YouTube know, clips, working like remotely. That. Yeah. yeah, look at other people doing stuff on bus. I would yeah. say that that's a grill. Yeah, that's far more likely. Yeah, than what if I, I had thought. to guess. Look and he's how got hard a, they're hitting. Also, look, I believe that his buddy over there is like in some sort of like sidecar side situation, side boat. Which you need a side boat. I always, I've heard people describe me and you as like you're the guy in the motorcycle, and I'm the person in. The sidecar <laughs> with like the big ass round Marvin the Martian helmet. Just you going, were, boogity, 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 you boogity. were made for a sidecar. I know. Man. I really, I really was. Yeah. We'd be fucking leaning, you know, one way or the other. But I think, I mean, yeah, it would definitely hit for me. I feel like I'd be terrified the whole time in a sidecar. I mean, I guess you, if I was on the right side, it would be fine. But like that just seems. But is that that's clearly what's going on? Yeah. What do and you yeah. guys think they're cooking on the grill? Uh, I mean. I mean, one would like to say like something illegal, like a turtle. Tur you're right. supposed to cook a, a gar, like they're yeah. eating a gar. Russ, have you ever yeah. seen a gar? No, it's Holy like an alligator me. fish. Yeah, it's like a, a redneck like a barracuda. Yeah, it's like a redneck barracuda, which is a gypsy speedboat song. It also has a funny that just gar gar. I think that's because that's what someone said. Gar when gar gar gar. Is that an alligator? <laughs> gar damn. <laughs> gar damn. Gar are not currently found in California. Exactly. Yeah, very, yeah look so at that look shit, at that. man. Yeah. Them, they, they're, they them don't, things are wild. They don't hit at all. Going for Gator Gar. Yeah, There's man. Tom Cruise. 
Yeah, it's a very terrifying. We caught. I remember when we were on our our pontoons as a kid, and we like you know we were fishing or whatever, and like the first time I ever saw a gar, and like I thought it was some like I'd like probably just seen Jurassic Park. Dude, or some they're shit. freaky looking. Yeah, they're absolutely freaky, especially if you're not ready to say, look at that shit. Now that's a now that's a TV, TV or it? computers. I mean, it'd have to be because otherwise, what would he be watching? Now, it, dude, it. It de- that definitely is just an old school TV, but what's he hooked up to? Like, how's he powering he's, it? He's, got he's a watching v- a generator? bootleg DVD. He's got a VHS of Dukes of Hazard playing. Yeah, on of there. course. That's exactly. Oh, yeah. Except floating trailer. All these look like if me and you had written Star Wars, like what we would come yeah. up for the ATATs <laughs> and shit like that. That's all duct tape, I feel, or electrical tape, just a duct and tape and PVC mode. pipe. That's really good stuff. The couch, Look classic. At that. Just making a couch with a trolling a motor, motor on it. Mo- yeah. What else do you need? I mean, no, dude, nothing. I mean, granted, like that fabric, like that's gonna get real haggard real quick. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I don't think they're overly concerned about that. Right. Let it stain. Stained, yeah. You think we can't steal another goddamn couch? I want it to stink. Goddamn it. <laughs> I like to stink. Ah, oh, man, I'm really upset. I, I actually skipped a lake trip to come out here and record. They went to, you know, my wife and them all went to Branson, and it's very much a redneck boat situation where my wife was calling me every day just, like, in so much neck pain because her brother, like, slung her off a jet ski. Mm-hmm. Or so much of our experience on boat is trying to sling people off of stuff. Yeah, that's our culture. Yeah, it's just and which again you said like I think all sheiks do that too. It's just sling them people this don't drunk woman off a jet. But ski. she don't come back though. No, no. In the no, sheik no. world no, like she gets sunk. Yeah, like it's some it's some like uh Natalie uh Holloway. I wasn't gonna say that. I meant Whoa, uh, okay. I meant what uh, Natalie were you talking about? The famous one that Christopher Walken was on the boat. Is that Natalie Wood? Natalie Natalie Wood. Wood. Yeah from Raven. Well uh, another it's another Woman water situation. It sure is. Yeah. (laughs) Certainly very famous. That was also my wife's nickname in high school. Yeah, because she would disappear. Disappear all the time when we were in Panama City. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like, that was literally. I know you're not. I know you're not. Oh, gave her your name, baby. All right. So, yes, with fancy people, they love boats too, but it ain't boats, of course. It's yachts. Yeah. And again, I got to be honest. That's a fair distinction. It's a they, they do like you sure. know we like fucking boats. Yeah, we like a boat. Yeah, you know they need a fancier word for what they do, and it's yachts. And again, if you look at the difference between them, it is uh, stark. It is a stark contrast. Stark is kind of a pun actually because of Tony. I never thought of that, but yeah, it's a stark. Is contrast. this a website where you can buy a yacht? Maybe okay, because it just can. seems like there wouldn't. I be. feel like they would block my IP you see, address. Buy, buy a yacht. It just seems like if you're the type of person who is capable of buying a yacht, you, you don't do it this way. Hell no, you don't do it this way. You and tell well, your assistant to find now, the yacht, man. Like a thirty million dollar yacht. It's good wild though. to Here's me. Here's a that, list for you. Yeah, it's wild to me that you would be able to shop for a thirty million dollar yacht the online. The cheapest one is from thirty years ago and cost thirty million dollars and all the rest of them, it's like you go to a fancy restaurant and they don't have they don't have the the price on the menu. Oh, no, there's a oh, there's two million on one, there. but it's the American look, look, at, look that. at that, that piece looks like of like a shit. goddamn tugboat. That, that it is. Shit. It's a commercial boat which like I guess in that situation that's like that's a shrimp boat or something like that. Yeah, so a goddamn shrimp boat would cost you two million dollars. It's probably Christ. a lobster boat. One mil yeah. For Who this the one, fuck? 2005. Is that so? Re- damn, I never thought about like a shrimp and boat costing that much. Like, them motherfuckers buy that and then they work their whole lives just to pay the boat off. So, 
here's the deal with them and their yachts, right? So, like, yachts are kind of different for them because we talked about wine on a previous episode, and wine is treated like an art. investment. A lot of the things they fuck with also that, make them money because that, right. that's how that's they, how they, that's keep how they money. be. Right. So the and that's things, why they call people like us dumb when you buy anything practical. They're like, you like them type of motherfuckers are like, you rent your home. You understand that you're throwing money away. And it's like, right, everyone that rents a home would probably love to own a home. Yeah, their money is making them the money, money all, all the, the time. time. And it's like even the shit they... So it's like you see all these like fucking... Looks like Jackson Pollock just drop kicked a paint can across the fucking yeah. canvas or whatever, and it's $3 million. You're like, what the fuck is up with that, right? But like... They fuck with all that stuff because it appreciates in value. So they can hang it up in their a lot of them, a lot of times they don't hang it up in their office. Matter of fact, they keep it art, locked away. Future future topic. But they keep it locked away in a warehouse for fucking in a temperature control shit. Right. thing. Yeah. But the reason for it is it appreciates in value. It's an investment for them. Yeah. And again, even like wine, you know, which we think of just like wine's purpose is to get you drunk. Yeah. You can get drunk in a fancy way and floss while getting drunk, but you're still there to get drunk. Right. But that ain't how they look at high right. dollar wine. It's an investment. Well, yachts they are can't not, be. they're not. Because that, there's yachts no way are, that appreciates. Yachts are not like that. They're not investment pieces. They don't appreciate now, the value. Hold on. They exist solely for them to floss on right. other people with. That right. is their entire purpose. But let me ask you this though. Do you think that there's a world in which, like, let's say hypothetically, Princess Diana, I'm just throwing her out there because she's a person of wealth that everybody knew. Hypothetically, Princess Diana buys a yacht for, let's say, $30 million. Do you think there's a world in which that because it was owned by Princess Diana, they actually could get $40 million for it afterwards? Maybe Again, you'd have to be that a, type of person. I would say that's a very specific example because it's Princess Diana. Because right. I was going to say, mo uh, that's the thing with yachts. They're all owned by people who hit real hard. Right. Yachts are owned by Ex like they literally Saudi can't. princes, the president of the United right. Arab Emirates and stuff like noteworthy people. Right. And they're still depreciating assets, but that's not, that ain't the point for none of them. You know, so they like. You could charter them, which they don't do shit like no, that. They, no, they, they do. do. They okay. do charter them. But even that. again, that makes you money. It still isn't. Dude, these it's things are so fucking expensive. expensive. And, the, and the repair, dude. But it's also like, wild because like they don't. They're boats, boats. Like, so they also fuck with private jets, right? Right. But private jets, if you got that amount of money, are practical. Of course. They're a mode of transportation. Well, boats are a mode of transportation, but not Just these boats. Just places and not, to get drunk. Not and for these people. They don't, they don't even ride on them. They'll like, pick a place, park them. Pick a place that hits that's on the water, the French Riviera right. or whatever. They will call their boatman, their yacht captain, and the whole crew, and they'll be like, hey, I'm trying to head on the French Riviera in August. So y'all take my goddamn boat there and park it and have it waiting for me. And they fly a private jet and land nearby, come onto the boat, party with some hoes, eat a bunch of goddamn shrimp or whatever, and a lot of times don't even sleep there. Or, leave, or leave the dock. Right. No, they never, almost never leave really? the dock. Really? That's what I'm saying. They don't, well, I don't want to say almost never, but yeah, they don't like... They don't like cruise around they on don't them even for the make most no goddamn part. Sense. They park them in places that hits, and that's part of the status of it all too. Is having it parked in the hittingest place. So, like, for the record, though, that helps with it not depreciating too much. Well, of course, there those people are still traveling with it, 
Right. I guess, yeah. That, so by the like, way, that's not a bad gig. Like, if you're just the person that's like, hey, me and the crew are just going to drive this motherfucker over here and then park. Yeah, they get harassed and assaulted a lot. But we oh, yeah, get back probably don't that. get paid that much. No, they actually do, but they don't. So we can get back in that a little bit later. But uh, I bet a lot of them get murdered and you never know. Probably, yeah. yeah. International waters, am I right? Yeah. Fucking maritime law. That's a weird thing. Yeah, one of the weirdest laws, maritime law. But they. Yeah. So, again, even where your yacht is parked is a big part of like status right. so like there because you got to keep it there and pay the dock fee and also so like in monaco right they have the monaco grand prix which this big f1 that's thing, italy right it's a no it's in monaco which I mean, is like a micro state of, that's in your nowhere it's monaco is, is a its country. own thing yes. okay dude i'm so stupid but it's on the mediterranean sea is it close to italy at least give me that yeah it's in europe yeah it's yeah, okay. okay all right i'm not that it's stupid. uh it's on the mediterranean sea right and it's this big F1 race. It was an Ironman, too. You remember when Tony yes. goes and races an Ironman, too? Sh- or not Cable, but... Uh, 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 God damn it. Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke's What's character, uh, Chain, not Chain. Two Chains. Two, two Chains. Chain. Two Chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Chains. Yeah, <laughs> get, yes. What about Bird? Yeah. Sam Rockwell okay. hits for me in that movie, by the way. He does, yeah. yeah. What the fuck is that character's name? Electro it's going to upset me. Russ. It ain't Electro. No, I know. I'm I'm just naming off I'm just naming off different Marvel characters that have electric things that they fuck with. Whiplash. 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 Yeah, yeah it it's is. Whiplash. whiplash. But yeah, or also, I it's mean, 2 chains would accurately reflect that would really his hit. power. Yeah. yeah. They should have just called him 2 chains. It would have yeah. been hilarious. Anyway, and we all know that scene from Iron Man 2. That's the Monaco Grand Prix. Fancy people fucking central, right? I want to go there. And a big chunk, yeah, I'd, yeah. We'd have to fucking either sneak in or be like, so be like y'all can change a tire. Oh, right? Once this fucking... show pops off, they'll invite us. Sure, that's one of the things where it's like the level of hitting is so high. They don't want us. Ever. Yeah, now, we might shout be able out to... super yachts, possible sponsor. sponsor. Yep. Yeah, yep. We might be able to go and shuck and jive. Maybe that's fucking, fine. Yeah, that's... of course that's fine. Yeah. That's how I got into Al Gore's house. Of anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, like, the finish line or the starting line or both or whatever is right on the water in Monaco, right? So people can park their yachts right there at the starting line. And that's, like, primo real estate. But the thing is, there's only so many slots, and there's way more super rich people than there are slots. Right. So they have to, like, bribe. Bid. that. You have to have the – that's based on the captain, the yacht captain. And so you have to, like – fucking bribe the right yacht captain to get the right spot and whatever and so it's like it's just all this massive does that captain get to pocket all that shit pissing contest yeah dude of course hell yeah Good yeah captains him, are doing fine but uh Good for captains it's f- th- so like a lot of these dudes are the sons of people who hit yeah do you know what i mean right. yeah of course yes. always i mean no matter what they are the son of someone who hit you know like in, right. in any situation like and that's what their son will be like it just it's very rare that one of them came from a daddy that didn't hit. So, like, a lot of it is actually really frat boyish. So it is right. a big pissing cult, pissing contest, and um, but they'll prank each other and shit. Like, there's this guy, Sir Philip Green, who's the son of some duke or whatever, and he's had multiple yachts all named Lionheart, like the old yeah. English king, Richard Lionheart or whatever. Lionheart 1, Lionheart 2, Lionheart 3, and he had one of them parked in Monaco and some rival rich boat motherfuckers snuck on his boat one night and took a bunch of shits 
kind of. They turned Lionheart into Lion Fart. Nice. Fa- yeah. They're just like us. Yeah, they're not so yeah, not yeah. so different, us and them, <laughs> except in every other way. But right. yeah, they turned it into Lion Fart, which does hit. That does hit. And uh but that's I just better don't... than like the things that those people normally do as pranks, for the record. Right. But dude, these things, these fucking boats are insane. They have shit like They've they have leisure submarines, you know. They have onboard pools that turn into dance floors, yes. so they drain the pool. They also it like and turn into a dance floor. They also have like garages for other boats that hit. They do. They got yeah. They'll poop boats out. Boats they'll boat. poop out. Also hitting boat, boat out the back of this boat. And that's kind of like when we like have a camper. Yeah, my big boat poops my fast <laughs> boat, right? And then my fast boat. Hits. Which is kind of like when we have a RV that's like got a ter- jeep, got a jeep behind, it. behind it, yeah, or yes. the, the reverse of that. Like that's that it's that, but like in a very insanely better way. Some of them, these fucking uh, Saudi, these oil sheiks and shit, they have missile defense systems. Is every sheik an oil sheik? Like are there sheiks that are like I don't know how we don't have to oil. be a sheik over there. I know me too. Well, you, go, you ain't gonna be a sheep sheik. sheik. Like I've I've a never goat sheik. Ain't no goat. Well, sheiks. my point is, is like I've only ever heard it the term like oil sheik, and I'm like I think at this point we because that's just say the only sheik. thing that hits over there resource wise. Yeah, right. Yeah, and just other what? But right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like but, what else do they have to get? No, rich that's on what I'm saying. Like I think so we could just to be say a sheik, sheik, you got to be an oil sheik. Right. Well, either way, they have fucking missile defense systems and stuff. They've got these like they've got these. uh yeah, they've all got helipads, of course. That's just fucking like... But they have things... They have these, like, lasers that are... So, like, they're like anti-paparazzi lasers. So it's lasers that somehow key in on cameras, cameras. and like, zap them so you can't... So, like, poor people, you're not you're not worthy to even gaze upon my hits. I mean, Do you know what I mean? Like, they fucking I mean, zap poor people's cameras so we can't even see the shit they got going on Not for nothing, like... Yeah, they're probably throwing hoes off that boat and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I was going to have say, people seeing that. I was about to say, like, that is an awesome thing to do. Like, I could understand if, like, you're, let's say hypothetically you're, like, uh, you're, you know, you're, like, the father of a teenage girl who is, like, in movies and paparazzi's constantly trying to come to your house while she's in y'all's pool and you've somehow got that technology. That's a, a reasonable application for that. But, yeah, the implication here is that, like, we're doing some stuff that if you photograph us doing it, it will not. Because you know it ain't just like, we don't want y'all to see all these titties. Like, they don't give a shit about that. It's definitely like the open doing coke off of like an old Aladdin sword. I definitely, yes, I'm sure that goes on. And I'm sure that's part. But like, I can't help but think that part of it is also just like Murder. I said. No, like just that. Y'all are not allowed. allowed to, y'all to are see. not allowed to see all this. Right. You're not like You don't. You are too, your blood is too poor. Yeah, your blood don't hit. Your blood don't hit. Our blood hits. So you're not, you are not permitted to witness this. Yeah. And that's what I think. Also, all the murder and rape and stuff. Yeah, but there's something, yeah, there's something to them about keeping up the mystique or something like that. Right, which that's kind of, that's another version of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Keeping the mystique up. Yeah, you can't let the common man can't know about what it is that you're doing. Right. I'm still having a problem with, the fact that 
they hardly ever leave the dock if they ever do. Like that, to me, it's just like, why don't you just have a house in all these places? They also do. do right. They also do. But they, they want to be that mansion, close to the water. They have a mansion in the French Riviera that's 20 minutes up the road, 10 minutes up the road from their fucking yacht. Yeah, yeah. we just don't you even, our brains just even don't fa- even no, but think like, about but like shit for, that But way. like, for real, but like, for real, like, when I'm sitting here, like, th- when I think about things like, oh, Dave Chappelle got you know, $80, $90 million from Netflix. I can't even really fathom that. They laugh. They do. They la- they go, it's go, nothing. And they're like, $90 million, and he had to do all that? Mm-mm. Like, okay, so on that note, this is a wild thing I ran across reading about super yachts and stuff, because I agree with you completely. And in my head, when I think about these people that what's have What's the distinction these, between a super yacht and a regular yacht? Super yachts hit harder. Right. Uh, so when I think about the, the people that have these, I assume the same thing. Yes, I think like... Dave Chappelle, like you just said, fucking, yeah, I got $100 million from Netflix for multiple comedy specials. You're like, goddamn, that's hitting on an insane level. And it, it is. is. But in my head, I'm like, these people that are doing this, to me, they're either oil sheiks, they are the sons of old fucking robber baron, massive titans of industry, like fucking uh, old old money. Right. Right? Old money. So, okay, a super yacht is any yacht longer than 24 meters. That's comma units. Can we get that in freedom units? I'm yeah, I was kidding. about to say, I'm just I, kidding, I know I genuinely don't know what meters like, like that. Set, they also spelled like meters 80, the wrong it's way. It's like 80 something feet, I think, which is big as hell. All mega yachts are super yachts, but not all super yachts are mega yachts. That's like, yeah, that's like rectangles and squares. Don't even try to worry about that, poor people. You ain't, you, you ain't supposed to know the difference. Uh-uh. But, uh, <laughs> you think, do you think people with mega yachts shit on yes. people with Of super course yachts? they Which do. Whichever one is the big, yes, I know they do. Of course Again, they do. Again, that's the whole thing with wow. this shit that they're doing is so they can shit on the the peasants who only have a mega yacht or super yacht, whichever. Yeah, whatever. So, again, so in my head, it's all oil sheiks or it's like the sons of dukes or emperor. Like, that's the level of people that have these things. That's what I think. But one of the guys who's apparently a major player in the super yacht world, his name is Jimmy Stalupi, I think is his name. He's okay, a, can I say he, something here that I don't know how it's going to go? Yeah. That sounds like he owns a salami store. Right now, he invented spaghetti. That's how he got... <laughs> that's how Stalupi... Yeah, he comes from old spaghetti yeah, money. money. Yeah. Jimmy Stalupi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, he's a Brooklyn automotive... Oh, I think I've heard Titan. about this guy. Yeah. And, but the thing is, so you, okay, so I read Brooklyn Automotive Titan, big player in the super yacht world, right? Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, okay, he invented the clutch. Right. Or something like that. Had right? to be. It had to be something like that. Yeah. Well, I looked it up, he and saved, as far as I yeah, could tell. He saved future Dale Earnhardt. As far as I could tell, he just owns a bunch of dealerships that don't make no goddamn sense. I agree completely because like to me it's like you know it's like my dad owns a dealership bro is like the, yeah. the cliche example of a you think not you really rich but round rich here. frat boy douchebag my yeah. dad owns a dealership bro well he just owns a bunch of dealerships and that's it but he has all these he like is like a trendsetter in the fucking super yacht world or something because he fucks with them all the time. And that's what this is how little I understand rich people and money of that level is I don't get there he is. Oh, it's John. John Stalupi. Look oh, at Oh, well, it, at least that is looked, a spaghetti it, American say, right at there. Least dude. We, at least he looks exactly like how we stupidly described him. Hey, you ladies want to come on the boat later? I always try to when when it's things like this, like I always try have to figure out like because what you just said is true. Like in that world, you can't just own a bunch of dealerships and do this. So like I have to like 
like start he, fantasy booking what might have happened to him. He he like had to have invested at the right time in Halliburton well, that, or some but, shit. But like it has that. to. But it also still has to go even deeper than that because like Dick Cheney can't see these motherfuckers in a dream, right? So like, is it like he just happened to maybe you know he hits with cars and he did something with one of these F1 motherfuckers and then he got drunk and met a sheik and this sheik's favorite son. He didn't hit for him, and so he like gave him one of his yachts when he died or something. And then he turned around and sold that yacht, got some money, and maybe was able to a get lot another of, yacht. Maybe a lot, because again, it's very like even amongst like rich great people, Gatsby. it's a dick measuring type of thing. Maybe a lot of super rich people just don't even fuck with this. Maybe do you know what I mean? You know, like a lot of super rich people, they say reportedly, I wouldn't know. Dress like a pauper, yeah. just wear fucking sweatpants I mean, and shit like that. Because it's like if you really got money, you don't have to flaunt it. Well, I mean, so maybe yeah. a lot of really rich people don't feel the need to have a fucking yacht with a fast boat that poops out the back of it <laughs> and all that type of shit. Yeah, I maybe was, the first time that one of the first times I made a trip to L.A. Like when you really started hitting, and our agent uh, Val took us to lunch at like the Beverly Hills Hotel, which like. I would obviously still love to do that right now, but at that time, that was just like, oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this. And like, we're sitting there, and of course, it's super fancy, and I'm looking at the menu, and everything's super expensive, and everybody looks like a goddamn Kardashian or something. And this one fat son of a bitch comes in with like scarecrow hair, wearing like almost pajamas. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's going on? And Val just like very matter of fact he goes, I guarantee you that's the richest motherfucker in here. Right. You know, because like when you're that rich, yeah. you don't ha- you don't worry about that's probably like the to- Minecraft guy yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. They're like you, they don't worry about any of that stuff because like they don't have right. to they don't have to put on airs, you know. Right. Because like so, they just got it. I've always heard that too. So I'm saying when you apply that same logic to all this shit, maybe a lot of the like really, really hitting rich people just don't even fuck with this, you know? That yacht's really called Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, oh, they're all named after Bond okay. movies. I was about to say. That looks like that was added in there later. But it's but no, but no, but no, but Russ is right. John Stalupi, the fucking spaghetti man, all his <laughs> all of his yachts are named after James Bond movies. Okay. So he's one of us. Right, yeah, he trying to, yeah, he putting on airs a little bit, yeah. except he's actually got fucking super yachts. I want to ride on Pussy Galore, it. that's what I want. Yeah. Wasn't that a, wasn't you that don't a, have no, no mega yachts? No. That no, wasn't only a, super yachts. Pussy Galore was a character from one of the movies. Right, that's so funny that it was, they were just like, just call Pussy, it Pussy Galore. Galore. They didn't give a fuck, Yeah, because no. I remember in, in, in uh, Austin Powers, the... The parody of that was a lot of vagina. Yeah, and it's like that's honestly not even not that even, much different. You could argue that pussy galore is, is more egregious. At least they use the than a lot of vagina. Right, exactly. Right. Like that's so goddamn funny. Yeah, one of them. Uh, uh, what's your name? Denise Richards, Octopussy. Yeah, they got what? Holy shit! Look is at it? That. Look at the yacht. That hey, could, at, that's a movie. Hey, look at his fucking meatball ass <laughs> buddies. That he hangs out with this. You know what? He's in the mafia. That's what it is. We're trying to figure. He out, has to be. We're trying to figure out where this dude's extra money came from. Oh, was he in Halliburton? What did he do? That motherfucker like, is in the mafia. He's got to be. But isn't this like he owns the, a lot of fucking trucking companies? If right, you know what I'm waste, saying, waste management, waste shit management. Like, but like, isn't that a fucking red flag? Like, that's a dumb thing for. Like, where does he say the money comes from? Cars, right? Dealerships, and I guess in that we sense, already you're covered like, it, right? And I guess you could just on paper fudge like, no, this guy paid thirty million dollars. for Matter it. of fact, I don't even know if I want this episode to come out. We've been making either, fun like, of this motherfucker. I ain't trying to yeah. end up at the bottom of the fucking sea. At I'm, least I would get thrown off of a sweet boat. That right. would be nice. I yeah, guess, we'd be but, nice and duct tape before it happened. Yeah, 
God, that wouldn't fucking hit. But yeah, we're sorry, Mr. Stalupi. We uh, we uh, love you, and uh, next time we see you, spaghetti's on us. Yeah, yeah. please don't send Franz Heeson yeah. after us. Yeah, you know Franz that's the muscle. Heeson. Look at that, dude. God damn. Dude. Mulder's the money guy, and Heeson's the goddamn muscle. You know that to be true. Jesus Christ. So We're about I, to get killed. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get murdered for being poor. I've been waiting on it. But, yeah, uh, for sure. So one thing I ran across when I was reading up on uh, yachts and yacht business was uh, Tom Cruise, right? Mm-hmm. He hits. So it does hit. Way faster than so, a lot of people. Faster than everybody we personally know. For sure. I've never known a person, like, on a personal level who was faster than Tom Cruise. Uh, but... Tom Cruise is so wild in so many ways because I didn't. I knew how. I knew it's like one of those deals where like, oh, he's got to fly a new helicopter in the next Mission Impossible. So, so he, he spent eight yeah. months learning how to fly helicopters yeah. uh, through waterfalls and shit right. or whatever. It's like that's a thing that's real. Yeah, I knew he did that, but like I didn't even know this. And looking up this yacht shit, I found out that in 1996. So can't dude. 25 years ago yeah. or whatever, he had already been hitting for fucking 15 years at that point. Tom I mean, Cruise, Risky Business came out in 1981 right. or something like that. Motherfucker's been hitting that hard for 40 years. Been I mean, in the zone actually, for 40 no, years. No, that's actually kind of crazy to think about because when you think of Tom Cruise, you just think about like all the 80s stuff and all the 90s stuff. But like re- almost in the 70s, he was hitting like he like he yeah. had he had and to he's be, still one of know, the hitting movie stars on earth like, right like, now i don't it, like risky business was like his first big thing dude. in like 81 he clearly was doing stuff he in the has 70s. been like the dude for for our 40 whole life. years our whole life right and like inside more and, than our whole life longer I, no, than we right been alive. And, and like all of your kids life and like there's realistically no sign of that stopping right like he he actually like we haven't even seen what the back half of tom Cruise's career goes because he's still in the first forty, like he's still doing action all the movie action star. movies and shit. He hasn't like that. moved into and the like, like fucking. He's, he's going to end up doing, portraying an old king. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he's Oscar actually going to do movie or whatever. He hasn't even done. He'll that actually shit do yet. like a reverse Liam Neeson. Right. Because like Liam Neeson did all that shit, right. and then older, which is really weird. But like, yeah, once Tom Cruise, because I know how this dude rolls. The day that he's not able to actually do all his own stunts, he's going to be like. I don't. That's not why I do this. But he's not going to fucking quit acting. And also, no. for the record, tremendous fucking actor. Yeah. So like, it's it's really like we're never going to see a day that he's going to outlive us. Yeah, he's going to outlive everybody. He's an operating thetan. So right. on that note, he was on a boat, a yacht. And, talk about other people we don't want to piss off on this podcast. Yeah, in 1996 in the Mediterranean, he was on a yacht, presumably with some alien hoes, and there we uh, go. and. He saw another rich motherfucker on a yacht. It capsized and started sinking. So he got the little poop boat, the bu- the boat that the big boat poops out. Not is that, that a dinghy? Boat. Yeah, he got the skiff. I think the skiff. Okay. He got the skiff. The you know the ancillary hitting boat right. from the major big boat that he was right. on. He got in that, took it over to the other guy's boat, and fucking like pulled them out from a sinking boat fire and saved their life. And what's wilder about that is that is not the only time that Tom Cruise has saved actual real life human beings uh-huh. lives yeah. in the real world. He's done it like four other times, which like, dude, 
That is fucking insane. It's insane. That a dude whose like whole existence is portraying the guy that saves innocent people in movies or whatever. Also if he had only that. done it that one time, yeah. that would be insane. Of course. But he literally has done it like four it's times. It's like, how are you in the position to do that all those times? I time? know. Because I've saved one person's life. I have also saved one person's yeah, one, life. We like, are heroes. What was but yours? Yes, uh, it was a dude who didn't know how to swim and fell off a boat and nobody else saw it and I had to dive in so after similar him. To Tom I had to Cruise. dive him after dive in after him and pull him out. Yeah, it was basically Tom yeah. Cruise in that scenario. Mine was a kid, we were at I'd been playing golf and I was in the clubhouse and I was eating lunch and there was a uh, it was a situation where there was a grandma and her kid there and they weren't there to play golf. They had just been swimming or whatever. And uh the kid uh, cl- very clearly like started having an allergic reaction to something and the mom's not there but the grandma is and she's got access to the EpiPen but had never done anything like that and didn't which is weird to me in hindsight that like the grandma didn't know how to do all that shit. But like I said I was like, what's I just come fresh off from working at a daycare and I was like, what's going on? She's like, he's allergic, I've got this. And so I you know, I hit him in the leg or whatever and they couldn't figure out what had been going on and I put my Sherlock Holmes hat on because I'd noticed that he was like over by the little quarter uh, candy machine things or whatever and he'd been like fingering the inside of the thing like a gross little kid and I was like what's he allergic to and she's like peanuts and I was like peanut M&M's he's been over there in the thing and they're like oh, okay then the mom gets back from the pool to come in there tells them what all had just happened and they just go oh, okay and they just walked off No, and I'm not saying that I needed any type of metal or anything, but they literally didn't even say thank you to me, like, at all. But anyways, yeah, we're heroes. But obviously not to the left. That'll never happen to me again in my whole life. And this motherfucker's done it, like, five times. Right, and it's his whole thing, thing right. publicly is doing that, but he really does it in the real world. It's yeah. fucking wild. So anyway... You think that kind of makes up for all the bad shit you hear about him? I think it should. For sure. He's fine. It should at least a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Also, I've always heard that on... The set and stuff, he's one of the biggest pros that ever For sure. He's like the most professional guy in the world. And like he went viral at the beginning of the pandemic yelling at all those people. Yeah, he's known for being a very nice guy in Hollywood. But he lost his shit and went viral in the middle of the pandemic. But he was yelling at all these people for not wearing masks and not. He was like, you're fucking costing people their houses with your bullshit. And it's like. That's, Show me the lie, dog. No, I mean, He was for real. fucking spitting it as far as I'm concerned. And he like, don't have any reason monetarily to give a shit about that. Like, right. he's genuinely, he, was wor- he genuinely was worried about other people's livelihood. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying the contrast when it comes to boat culture, like my buddy that works at the dock where we rent those houseboats from, when we got our last houseboat and rented it, they were having to replace another houseboat because some fucking redneck tourist had tried to explode a log on the yeah. top deck and yeah. blew a hole in the roof of the houseboat because, like, that. that's what we do. Of course that's what we do. And the do. thing is, I'm sure they probably explode that shit too, on theirs, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's their shit. And also, it's like, you'll just get another one or right. whatever. They, like, shoot lasers through the roofs of theirs probably. So it's still just, like, just a very stark contrast. What do you think the goddamn, like, what do you think the upkeep, like, Oh my god! Like, I, mean, I don't I even. I can't even ballpark. Like, I wouldn't even. I like, had so no we just idea. had. We drive. It's got to be hundreds of thousand dollars a month. I was about to say, to like, keep it up. Like, it has dude, to be, dude. Like, so we drive. My wife has a Land Rover, and before anybody in here starts giving me any type of shit, it was my mama's, and I bought it from her cash, very used. After a buddy of mine 
Drew, y'all know him, wrecked my goddamn truck. So it's not like, oh, my wife has a brand new 2020 Land Rover, but she, but it's an older one, and like we just had a tree fall on it, and like just to like repair the just the roof of that because it's a Land Rover is like, god dang, we might as well just get a new fucking car. So like with this shit, like you just kind of like scrape it on the side of like the dock or whatever, and like you know they're not just gonna be like, ah, eh, that's okay, that's just kind of a glamour thing. We don't have to worry about that. Like of course they're gonna fix that, and that's like on a thirty million dollar fucking yacht that's 100 g's yeah dude some fucking duke son accidentally shoots a torpedo through the fucking right. port bow or whatever that's gonna be millions of dollars you do you know? think do you think when something like that happens like let's say hypothetically you know you're the oil chic and you invite a bunch of these rich dukes onto your boat to hit and then one of the rich dukes fucks some shit up do you think that the oil sheiks send them a bill or if they just go that's just what happens, and we'll take care of it because it's not balling to send somebody else a bill. It isn't balling to send somebody else a bill. So, I would my poor person instinct would be that they just let it ride. Because I'll be honest with you. Because yeah, it's not balling to send somebody. No, a it's bill. not. Because I'll be honest with you, the difference between me now and me, like even five or six. Well, years it's ago, not balling to send somebody a bill for something like that, right? Like they stay sending, but you know, it they, is balling. To be paid a lot of money for a thing. By people for whatever. But something like that. But like. So like, oh, I don't need you to cover it. I got no, it. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. When I invited y'all here, I assumed yeah. that you were going to explode a rocket through yeah, the you thing. You exploded like, that the was, dance floor. That's fine. I yeah, factor that in. That's overhead. Exactly. That's, that's what overhead. we do. That's nothing. Yeah. I think that is what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got on boats. So well, I guess right after this, we're going to do History of Professor Cho on the subject of the Queen's Guard. You mm. know them. You love them. Yes. Mm. Got them microphone hats. Yes, I do. Well, can't wait. Hold on there, y'all. Listen, we interrupt this hilarious podcast to talk to you about something truly funny. The untimely death of one of you poor bastards out there. Oh, uh, yeah, seriously. Someone listening to this nonsense right now could be dying, literally, as you hear the sound of my voice. And we see y'all out at the shows. Based on how some of you are looking, it might not just be one of you about to kick over. Now, the real question is, do you have life insurance? Do you have anything set up if something were to happen to you tomorrow? If not, go to goliathlife.com and get that shit taken care of. We're having a good time with y'all, but life insurance is uh, is important. Think about this recent situation. A man, 54, wife and kids, paying less than $170 a month for a select standard policy. Sadly, this man passed from COVID, but fortunately for his family, that small monthly payment turned into a half a million dollars, $500,000 death benefit paid out in full. GoliathLife.com has made buying life insurance ridiculously easy. You basically do the whole thing without any of the silly conversations. It's all online, and you choose your terms and payments that fit your budget. And if you do end up going through and getting the medical exam, they'll come to you at your house or even your sorry-ass job you've got (laughs) if you're not too embarrassed about it. GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance simple. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home or trailer park and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. With Conrad.com can help you get to the house you want and the monthly payment you want. It's that simple. Buywithconrad.com makes it fast and easy, and we can do it for you too. You don't need perfect credit to do this, and you may not even need a down payment, but you need to buy a house. Imagine if you'd done this two years ago. You might already have a ton of equity. Wealthy people, successful people, smart people don't rent. Do the smart thing. Buy a house. And the first step, 
Well, let's to go to buywithconrad.com. Buywithconrad.com is going to do more than just get you pre-approved like everybody else trying to buy a house right now. You see, in this competitive market, you need an edge to have the winning bid on your next house. And buywithconrad.com can get you completely underwritten before you write an offer. That allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer because you can close faster. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Seriously, get the house you want and the payment you want right now at buywithconrad.com. Yes, everyone's favorite segment, History with Professor Cho. The subject today, the Queen's Guard. I always like to give you a little breakdown of what I already know about the subject at hand. And with the Queen's Guard, it's pretty limited. All I know is they wear the they they wear the hats and they wear the fancy red suits mm-hmm. and they ain't allowed to show emotion. They're robots. Like people like People fuck when you go up and show them your dick or whatever, and they got to just stand there and still defend the queen mm-hmm. or whatever. That's all I. That's all I know about them. Well, that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, that is also pretty much well, all that I knew about them. Can I? Can I tell you a thing I assume about them, mm-hmm. but don't know? Mm-hmm. I assume though that yeah, they just silly uniform wearing motherfuckers outside the thing that you ain't allowed to fuck with, but people do fuck with or whatever. But I also always I assume that they're actually super fucking badass. Very. Like the okay, I figured it's like the 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 Swiss Guard is yeah. it called? The people that defend the Pope. They're dressed yes. like jesters, but they're yes. some of the baddest motherfuckers on planet Earth. I assume the Queen's Guard is also like that. Well, they and are. That because, is everything. Because that at the I end of the day, say. even though a lot of it is for show, they still are technically charged with protecting the Queen of England. Right. So, like, they are. You know, they are some of the more badass. Like, I guess what we would consider, like, over here, like Green Berets and shit like Navy that. Navy sales. Yeah, like, they're super, super badass. So, an overview, the Queen's Guard, of course, is the group of soldiers, both infantry and cavalry, who are charged with protecting the residence of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. And as you could probably guess, like, if, you know, whenever she dies, they will become the King's Guard. Yes. Yes, that because makes sense. that's how that goes. And they are made up of uh, some bitches both on foot and horse, and their service dates back to King Charles II, who reigned from 1660 to 1685, and they have been protecting the royal family ever since. But yeah, as you were saying, to become a Queen's Guard member, you have to take the BARB, which is the British Army Recruit Battery Test. You also have to be at least 5 foot 10. It used to be 6 foot, by the way, and before that it was 6 2. which like... What? I know. To it me, used to be taller? Yes, I know. You, that what, had to be... That don't. That's wild to I, me. I actually, Who the fuck was over six two back in the day? I know. Like I was reading that, and like I couldn't find any reasons as to why they would have changed it. Because like you would think like now it's like yeah no we we need them to be they bigger. would change it in the other other direction, direction. yeah because yeah. back then fucking five ten was goddamn huge like me and you would have been monsters back in the eighteen hundreds right you know what I'm saying yeah but yeah it's that like nowadays you don't I don't know if that's like a I mean surely it's not a PC thing right, right. yeah this is yeah they don't short do that. erasure whatever it's like yeah it's tender you yeah, know yeah it's like exactly like, if you ain't six feet don't talk to don't, me yeah 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 and then you ask them how much they weigh and they're like you motherfucker you how get dare the fuck you off me I don't care how big yeah. my titties is. Yeah, so they're actually broken down into five different regiments. The Grenadier Guards, the Coldstream Guards, the Scots Guards, the Irish Guards, and last but not least, uh, I mean, unless you, like, 
go by order in which it is the least. The Welsh guards, which <laughs> did you know? <laughs> I feel like Welsh did, is. You know that uh, Welsh don't like they don't hit. They don't hit for them. They would be the the least. Well, okay. You said Scotch and Irish guards don't Scots. And also Irish, not hit for them. Yeah. We, we talked about Prince Philip, and one of his quotes was, in Scotland, he was yeah. like, how do you keep the natives off the booze long enough right. to drive the trolley, or they, whatever the fuck he said. They don't hit for them, but they joined it first. I guess, like, they conquered them first, so, like, maybe that's a thing. But, like, I've always thought, like, when I heard, like, the Prince of Wales, I was like, oh, that must be, like, you know, right. something cool. But, like, that but don't no. hit for none of them. No. The, the, Welsh, the Welsh, Welsh hate that shit. They're sheep fuckers. Yeah, the Welsh hate that uh, shit. Not to me. Right. Not, of course. I don't believe the Welsh are sheep. But I'm saying, like, wait, are the Scots sheep fuckers? They all fuck sheep, don't they? According to England, like, the English hate on a lot of yes. people. But I'm saying the Welsh are, like, they're like the rednecks over there, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Oh, abs- dude, absolutely. I mean, I right. know everything I know about that whole situation is 100% based on watching The Crown season three. Like, that's it. Just because Prince Charles has to go over there and like learn about their stuff because he's going to be, the, he's the Prince of Wales or whatever. And only then did I realize, hey, that it was even a different country because I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I don't, I just thought Wales was like a city. In England or something like that, because I don't know fucking shit. And then go over there and find out that, like, you know, they don't like it. The fact that, like, they have him as the prince, they want to be their own thing. Big, that's a big thing <laughs> with all them is like they they want to be their own thing. And England is just like, but you're part of us. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, that's kind of the whole, whole world, thing with the whole world. They all wanted to be their own thing. Yeah, yeah. And England was like, no, that ain't it. Yeah, and we got no, all, you gonna so be us. You gonna be, yeah, you gonna you gonna be us. But like, and matter of fact, you should thank us for, for us allowing, allowing you, you to, to be, be us. us because before y'all were, you're us. welcome that you're us now. Before y'all, what were, you did, what you were. That didn't hit. Right. Man. Now you're us, and you still don't hit. Right. But, like, you're at least kind of us. So. Matter of fact, before you were us, you didn't hit, which is the reason we were able to make you us. Had you hit, you wouldn't, you be, wouldn't us, be us right now, which yeah. is why, hey, up top. Although, we, although the French, they ain't us, and they also don't hit. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> that's a whole episode for another day is, like, that uh, that very, very wild relationship between the French and the, like. Yeah. Because, as you pointed out before, the French just don't really hit, hit for, anybody. for anybody. No. Like, at all. No, well, I mean. Least seems, of all, papaws. Seems like they're up. Uppity assholes, <laughs> seems to me, based on what everybody else says about them. You know, I think it's just the way that they talk and sound. Right. You know what I mean? Get over here, American they are pigs. They are pigs. Their face look like piss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, French people, if you're listening to this, we, we like you. We think you're great. But we are the, me and Trey are like, we're like the French of the South, right? Yeah, what queers. You say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The queers that think they're better than everybody else. Yeah. But can't hold up in a fight. Yeah, we're the French of the South. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that you were <laughs> one thing that you were uh mentioning earlier is that you said uh one thing I know about them is that they are not allowed to react to you. That is very false. Oh, okay. That is one hundred percent false. Now, like it's one, That's it, weird. It's, what? it's kind of like that's to, definitely a thing that people think, right? Yeah, to their to their detriment, uh, or to their okay. to their. Is, did I use the word? Yeah, you right. did. You nailed it. Okay, don't God doubt yourself, I, baby. You nailed it. But every time I don't doubt myself, I'm wrong. And you go, really? That's how you think that word should be? Yeah, used? but if I don't do that, then just keep rolling. Yeah, that's true. I should. Okay, but it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like 
they do it kind of like how we do with hecklers, where it's like the first time they're like, okay, I don't want no trouble. Maybe they'll stop. Maybe the second time they're like, okay, if they'll, but like, they are absolutely allowed to, at bare minimum, take a step forward and yell at you like you've never been yelled before in your life. But also, like, I've seen videos and stuff where, like, if they, yeah, look at it. Watch this video right here. Yeah, look at this dude. He's just trying to be like, oh, I hit. Oh, oh shit, no, dude. Oh my god, knocked his ass the fuck he out. Bodied so. that motherfucker, and then and he's out, and it, and he goes right back to it. Dude, is that's real? That's real. That's absolutely that motherfucker's 100%. out cold, yeah. dog. Well, because again, he just got hit in the fucking face by one of the most highly yeah. trained men in Britain. He probably didn't even hit him that hard. He just like knew right below there, right? And then he immediately had to fuck like he just straight up like what? Yeah. squared his silly hat goes, back up and went back to being a robot. Goes right back to his thing because again, his job is to protect the queen. And if you try to throw him off his shit, like these guys also, man, like not for nothing, like they have a pretty rough day. Like they I have, bet, they, dude. Well, first off, okay, I'm wearing this. I is mean, a, you got motherfuckers doing the robot up in your face all goddamn day even if, long. But even if everything went fine, like I'm sitting here right now, this is very much, I don't know if y'all know this, but a fake one of these. Uh, <laughs> and I'm burning up right now yeah i'm about to die they have to stand out in the summer heat completely full bore outfit we're about to ra- it rains all the time over there it does Dude, rain that all- getting rained on has got to not hit no it doesn't hit because number one these things weigh these things can end up weighing up to like nine pounds and also did you know that like this ain't just like a thing that they wear when they're standing for the queen's guard like they used to wear this shit in battle that is just so, it's so impractical. They, they did it. They did it because they got it from the French, and it was a way that they could look more intimidating because they're taller. Sure, yeah. That. And I and I look at that and I'm like, yeah, I'm real scared of that fucking piece of shit. That's literally the whole thing with it to the rest of the world now is how goofy they. Look. I know. Like it's surprising that they're bad. It's like, oh wait, they are actually intimidating because right. I never would have thought that based on how ridiculous they look. Right. So these things like stock, they're actual. They're actual bear skin. But you- dude, I gotta say, a motherfucker dressed like a microphone clown. Whipping when your ass—the most humiliating is, thing, right? Yeah. So I kind of get it from that perspective. But I yeah, get. it's not just that. It's not just when they're like fucking with you. Like if they are doing, especially during the changing of the guards, which is like a huge ceremony over there. Like if if the, when they walk, like they have a certain, like they walk all the way from I can't remember where to like Buckingham Palace. Like it's a pretty big march, and like it's a fest, you know, thing. Heard for sure, upon Avon, probably like that. something like that. But like they have a direct line that they walk on, and they do not veer an inch either way. Cocking them down, dude. And if you stand in front, <laughs> cocking them down, is that a real place? Or are you just talking shit? I bet it is. I made it up, but I bet it is. <laughs> You're real good at that. You, could, I bet you could name new paints. <laughs> but like, if you like, if someone's like, "Oh, I'm going to stand in the line of these people and get in their way." Well, that's the last thing you'll ever do because they will just fucking forearm you in the throat and then step over you because they're on the... So like, none of that is true. Like, they're absolutely so, allowed to fuck with you. That is so weird, especially in the age of social media and stuff. That is so weird that that perception has persisted mm-hmm. because if they're able to just fucking knock your punk ass out yeah. like they clearly are... How do people go on believing that yeah. you can just do that shit? They, well, to I think them? it's just that's they, wild. They just do that in movies so many times as a gag 
that like people are like, oh, cool, I want to do that, which is like kind of how I feel about when people share like heckling videos for comedy shows. I'm like, y'all just quit. I don't give a shit that you how much you owned them. Quit sharing that shit because then that makes people want to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So every movie that comes out when they're like in their face, it's like, you know, those guys are like, God, blimey, Jesus fucking Christ. But like, again, like even on a good day, these dudes like, it's nothing for them to sit there and get heat exhaustion because again, not. I wanted to get back to this. These things, like, look at this, look at this, look at this. Yeah, run that back, run that, run that back one more time, Russ. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, <laughs> dumb bitch. You don't hit. Like, get the fuck out of my face. I and have then a, just keep fucking of course, toy soldier in his ass right down the line because I mean, yeah, that's they're what, supposed to look regal at all times, and you can't. Oh, he pushed the fuck out. You of can't her. let something like that interrupt you because then you look like anybody can just look like a bitch. You You can't look look like like no bitch. Of course. That's what I'm saying, dog. But like trying to make me look like a bitch with my fucking, but like on that, like furry hat on these things, these things weigh like upwards of like just two to three pounds, like stock. And they can weigh more because they're made out of bear skin. And so like, it could just be a heavier coat, you know, there's some, they're made out of black bear skin. One of the groups, I think it was the Scots guard, I guess they don't hit for them, and they're just like, we'll use a brown bear, and we'll just dye it black. But they're very heavy, and then when they get rained on, they can weigh up to 13 pounds, which is why, by the way, whenever you see those dudes, they actually don't have it, they don't have the strap under their chin like I have it here. They have it, and it's right here, which looks kind of stupid. I've always wondered why they, I just assumed it was some sort of antiquated uniform requirement. Well, it's a uniform requirement if you don't want your neck snapped in half because it goes back to when they actually used to wear these in battle. If you have it under here and that thing weighs nine pounds, the people wouldn't even have to hit you with a sword. They literally could just run up and hit that and it will snap your fucking neck. Yeah. Like that's their, like that, that just will happen, which like just quit doing that because if you're wearing it like this, then it doesn't help. Like none of that. Look at this shit. Also, cut your goddamn bangs, Lord. Dude, that is. Absurd, dude. It's, Look at that thing. It's absolutely insane. And so that weighs thirteen pounds, and also could snap their neck. It would if they if, if they had those chains. If they, but had, you're saying the reason they wear it on their chin, the way they uh, below their upper lip, is because if some Frenchman walked up and smacked it uh, with a glove or whatever Frenchmen do, then it would just like fly off. It would fly off the back. Yes. Instead of catching their chin and, and snapping their, their fucking neck. neck, yeah, okay. So it's not pri- and also like if you've got, yeah, that you don't would- want your elite soldiers getting bitch slapped to death by the French. Of course not, but like Maybe God just forbid, take that hat off. Yeah, God forbid, we just like take the fucking sure mic off the top of their yeah. goddamn head. Like let's just like make them wear their chin strap in a way that doesn't hold the thing on, so that they can't. Like if they start running, like it's gonna come off and shit like that. But because they're wearing that, this I don't know if you know. Again, this really. Bottles in the heat. It's like that episode. I've, I think I've brought up an episode of Seinfeld on every single episode of this. But like it's that episode of Seinfeld where George gets like a moleskin hat and he doesn't even wear a jacket in the winter because it bottles. I'm literally burning up right now. Yeah. The only reason you can't see sweat pouring is because it's caught in this thing. Well, you're starting to glisten. Thank you. Hits. Yeah. But they will, they will, I mean, they get heat exhaustion a lot. When they're sitting there guarding the queen, they have to stand there for like, I think it's like they stand there for four hours, then they get a two-hour break. And they are allowed to, uh, every 10 minutes they have to take off and like start walking so that they can like, yeah, look at this. You see that guy faint? Heat exhaustion? But would you like to know something about this? Even the way they faint is regulated. How is that possible? It's called faint. They are trained. What? They are trained 
to when they faint. It's, faint discipline? It's called fainting to attention. What? They have to faint in a certain way that they're holding their gun and that they still land a certain way. Is it? Is that not the whole thing with fainting? Is that you you've can't, lost uh, like control but, of your faculties but or whatever? They're like, trained to know when it's coming. And again, it's like, why don't you just make their fucking outfits out of like breathable cotton or something like that, or like let them wear Under Armour shit? But it's like, no, they we have to keep all that regular. We'll just teach them that if they faint, then. It they have to, but they they have to fall a certain way, and if they don't, they get like their pay docked and shit like that. Like it's it's pretty rough, and you would think you're like, oh well, I mean, you know, they are the Queen's Guard, they are these highly trained military men. They've got to follow all these rudimentary things. They have to push people out of the way. They have to be humiliated on a daily basis. If they faint, they literally have to faint in a certain way. I'm sure they're compensated pretty well. Do you know how much these motherfuckers make? 26,000 American dollars a year. What? Yeah, 26,000. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have thought it was great, but I would have thought it was more than that. Yeah. No, I would too. I would have thought like 55. $26,000 I, I would have thought like 55,000 or something like that. Do they live on like the equivalent of a base or something where all that, their shit is paid for, all their meals and say lodging that, is paid for? I mean, that still don't hit. I actually like, don't think so. Like I, I think I remember in my research thinking like surely they have some sort of like what we would call like parsonage or whatever for like a preacher or something like that. But like I, I don't think they do. I think it's just these like. Motherfuckers do they just serve? have like regular jobs? And I don't know. They like have to supplement it somehow. Time. Russ, look that up. See if there see if there is some sort of see if they live on like some sort of military base. But I really don't like I don't think they do. And they also aren't like earlier when we were talking about they weren't allowed to react to people. That's only true in the sense of they're not allowed to laugh or smile, which is so right. hilarious. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, like they are allowed to, but like if someone makes you happy, you can't show that. No, no. Like it, like if some little girl gave them like a daisy or something, they're not no, allowed to. Be like, no, thank you. But they they will get docked a week's pay. Like if they get caught laughing or smiling, they get docked yeah. a week's pay. However, it's perfectly acceptable. Like if a little girl walked up to them to hand them a flower, it would be better for them to uppercut a five year old than it would be to go. Joy. Oh, thank yes, you. Yeah, like that, that would not. Yeah, look here. The top okay, top earners fifty five thousand. But like twenty, like look, I'm still right. Like the most of them is getting. Fucking 24 grand. Still 55. Like, that still ain't shit. No, dude. For what they're having to fucking do. Right. Uh, but, yeah, they're not allowed to smile. They're not allowed to laugh. Uh, they only make $26,000 a year, and you won't believe this, uh, but they also, and not them, but, like, I guess the British military, are in constant legal battles with PETA because they, because of the bear they skin. They use real bear. They use real bear. And how do you think that goes? Uh, they keep doing it. Don't of they? course, yeah. Nobody at all. And the reason is, is like they've tried before using like faux fur and then like dyeing it bearskin black, and it just never really works. And when it gets wet, it runs. So like again, like when it like we over here, like we. I mean, for the record, like so many things that are like PC is like yeah, that's how it ought to be, you know. And so I'm not complaining, but like over there. They don't cower in the way that we do to that shit, especially the royals. The like queen, yeah. we talked about it in that Prince Philip thing. Like I remember when Prince Philip died and people were reading his quotes. They're like, "God damn, how did they allow this man to go on?" I was like, "What do you mean? Who's allow allowing? The, who's allowing anything? Like he can do right. literally whatever the the fuck that it is." Uh, Russ, can you pull can you pull up that fucking clip of that of the most British man that we've ever seen in our entire lives? 
talking about the Queen's Guard. Yes. This, this really hit for me. You want to put your, you got your, uh, I've, got yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I've got my shit in. Thank you. And by the way, producer Russ, give it up for producer Russ, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this. This, look at this fucking You guy. can already tell. The most British guy I've ever seen in my life. That man eats an egg out of a cup. The world's great heroes. There's none that can compare with the tar, raw, 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 raw of the British and the <laughs> that way he just like accentuates it with a little squint at the end of how much you think colonialism hits for that oh the most the, the most at the top of his list he wishes they'd never give that up we could have we should have kept taming the rest of the world. That's what we should have done. That guy thinks. Without a doubt. So a couple more things about him before we get out of here. Uh, I said they weren't allowed to laugh or smile. Another thing that I, I thought really, really sucked about their day-to-day, aside from like the fainting and all that stuff, they have to repolish their shoes every single day because literally just standing in that sun melts their shoes. So like this is how hot these motherfuckers are. I didn't even all know it the, got that hot in England. I That's guess wild. I guess it's just like if you're standing in one spot all day where they're standing, like probably you know probably just during the summer. I'm sure for the most part they're just cold as fuck, right? You know, and wet. But like that's how that goes. And these guys who again they're like literally like they're they're there to guard the queen, and this is kind of how they get treated. Um, but you know at least they do an important job, right? They protect the queen because of how many attempts on her life, surely to God, there have been over the years. Trey, would you like to guess the number? Uh, of attempts on the queen's life that the that the queen's guard. By the way, also another thing, their guns aren't loaded, and I don't know like that anybody if that's common knowledge. Because if it was, why do they have guns? I don't know. If I, the whole world knows that their guns I, aren't loaded, why do they? have I guns? do not just. I do. Not, I don't know that the whole world knows that, but I was able to find. I mean, you know, I'm I'm on the fucking like I find some shit that like yeah. Yeah, WikiLeaks. How many actual attempts, attempts. On, the, on the royal livelihood or the royals' lives that they have prevented mm-hmm. in their history? I'm gonna say three. One, and they don't count Michael Feagan. Yeah, the guy, the poor dude who yeah. broke into the queen's yeah. chambers and, and they don't, did all that fucking. Yeah, and they don't count him shit. because, like, at the end of the day, they realize like, oh, he actually wasn't there to kill anybody. Like, he was just like wanting to talk to the queen. They should still count. They him. should because, like, he still got in there. He could have been there to kill the queen, and it would have counted very much if he I, had of. So it's like they're kind of. I mean, I feel they're like, kind of one and one. I mean, to me, I kind of feel like. The queen probably counts it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's a them thing where they're just like, oh, technically, because they just don't want to have that on their record. But like literally. People that haven't watched The Crown or don't know what the fuck we're talking about. This guy, Michael Fagan or whatever, was a dude who broke into the queen's chambers uh, twice, didn't he? Broke into it twice, I don't know if it was twice, but I do know he got the fuck in there. In the like crown, walked around Buckingham Palace. Sh- in, in the crown, I think they portray it that he did it two times. But I he, think. but he only talked to her once. Like he scoped it out the first time. Right. Either way, dude, it's wild. Right. Like, can you imagine? But he dude, I can't imagine just, just to like have a chat with her and be like, "Hey, it don't hurt how the poor are." Dude, I can't imagine like, breaking yes. into fucking Alec Baldwin's house, let alone right. goddamn Buckingham Palace. But like, yeah, there've been, there's only been per them one attempt on the Queen's life ever. Even though apparently it's common knowledge that. These dudes' guns ain't loaded, and they probably, I don't know, like, they're just sitting there fainting all the goddamn time. 
But like, yeah, that uh, that is the Queen's Guard. My main my main takeaway, if there is one, is like, regardless of what you thought you heard, do not fuck with these guys. Yeah, at all. Fuck what you heard. Mm-hmm. Fuck what you heard. And speaking of fuck what you heard, I gotta take this son of a bitch all off. All right. Like, Couple of uh, little last minute things. Um, I didn't find anything about the room and board. Uh, I did see that the average hourly pay is like $16 and 40 cents or something. That ain't it. Yeah. Look at me. uh, Look at me. And then this here, uh, they're (laughs) obviously never allowed to leave their post. So they just have to piss their pants. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to uh, mention that, but I, to me, honestly, that was just kind of like, Assumes normal. That got them, that's why they got them dark pants. Yeah, yeah this so is woolen in them, and the pants. French won't know exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up this edition of putting on airs. Corey's got to go towel his uh, head Jesus. down, and uh, made us back here next week for another stirring edition. Airheads, and here's Lydia Loveless. So you love you. Bye. One two three four. One two three four. Royalty and rednecks are alive. Both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit today. We'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs. Putting on.